0: I want to continue the discussion we have been having on how to receive from God today by reading from the book of James, chapter 1. James was writing there, he said, If any one of you lacks wisdom, and this applies to everything, not only wisdom, if anyone, but if anyone lacks money, if he lacks health, if he lacks um, direction, if he lacks something that's crucial in his life, it applies. He said, Let him ask of God who gives to all men generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. And I let him ask in faith without any doubting. For the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man expect that he will receive anything from the Lord, being a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. We have been talking about how to receive from God, and today I want to begin to explain what it means to ask in faith. Faith, the Bible says, without it it is impossible to please God. You can never please God without faith. Later on, I'll talk about the reality of righteousness, that is true righteousness, what it means. True righteousness also, it's founded on faith. It's not founded on any other thing apart from faith. So faith is crucial to our receiving anything from God. So I want to explain what it means to ask in faith, which James says here is a foundation for getting those things that we want. Remember, I've been saying it and emphasizing again and again that to receive from God, we must come in the name of Jesus. So, I mean, it makes sense, therefore, to understand that coming in the name of Jesus is part of asking in faith. Faith in the word of God. And we said Jesus is a summary of every promise that God ever made to us. But I want to bring out a few points concerning this asking in faith. And the first one I want to bring out is the issue of faith in recognizing God as your source. If you want to receive anything from God, you must recognize God as the source of all things. Now that is important. Many times people pray. They really are not looking to God as the source. They actually ask God to use Let me put it like this somebody wants a job and he's looking at working in a particular company, all right, as a source for prosperity. So, what he wants actually is prosperity, he wants gainful employment. But when he starts praying, his focus is precisely in I must work in this particular oil company, I must work in this particular bank. And these are the reasons why God can't do things for people. They've narrowed down are source, really, and God is just an accessory to the source. That is, what is the source of my prosperity? It is if I get um, a, a contract with the government. What is the source of my prosperity? It is if I get a, a job in, in, in an oil company like Mobil. But God says that is not how to receive by faith. Faith understands first of all that God is the source. There's a Psalm I like here to use to explain this, and that's uh, from Psalm 123. David said to thee, I lift up my eyes. O thou who art enthroned in the heavens, behold, as the eyes of the servants look to the hand of the master, as the eyes of the maid to the hand of her mistress, so our eyes look to the Lord our God until he shall be gracious to us. That is, the person who, whatever it is we are expecting is going to come from, is God. Now, God can use different methods, and that's the problem with a lot of people. I call it the worship of idols. Sometimes God uses a method, and somebody testifies about it, And people start going in that particular direction, as if that is the only method God uses. The third commandment, if you read the commandments that God gave Moses in Exodus, he said that thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God for a vain thing. Now, um, sometimes people interpret that to mean that don't curse in the name of God. Don't speak carelessly with God's name. But actually, that was not what Moses was saying. What he was saying, what God told Moses is that, Do not take the name of the Lord thy God and place it on a vain thing. That is, even though God uses this particular method to bless somebody, that method is not the only way God uses. So we don't worship that method. Yes, a man who was poor, suddenly he became rich. And what happened was because he became connected to somebody who helped him with some contracts and he did it faithfully. It's important. It's not an inflated contract, but suddenly started getting good jobs, which he had the skill to do. Then after a while, you see the man, after years, he has become very established in prosperity. So people now want to pray. They start praying that God give me a connection that will connect me with big jobs. You understand? What they are doing is that they are putting the name of the Lord on a vain thing. That thing is not the only way by which God blesses. Many, In fact, the richest men we know in the earth today, physically speaking, that was not the way they went by. There are different ways, you understand? And what we need to know, in fact, before I can explain this my first point, I need to move on to the second point quickly. Alright? I will still go back to the first point, but after I've said the second point, it will make it easier for me to emphasize what I'm trying to explain, as looking at God as your source. But bear that in mind, God is a source. If you want to ask in faith, you cannot have your eyes on God on somebody else at the same time. Sometimes why people are angry with people is simply because they say, this man did not help me when he had the power to help. So they feel disappointed. And actually, you cannot be angry with anybody. Because if a man didn't help you, it is because God didn't give him the power to help. God helped me with that. If somebody doesn't help me concerning something, I can understand a person's character for being undependable and all of that. But I cannot be angry with the person. I I take my eyes away totally. I remember when I was going to get married. Of course, if you have gotten married, you know you need a lot of money and all of the stuff like that. Long before that, I had heard all kinds of stories. So by the time I was going towards my own expenses, I took my eyes away from every human being and I put it on God alone. There was a time I made a mistake of putting my eyes on my own finances, my own resources, and the Lord quickly corrected me one day when I was preaching, when I was sharing the word with my wife-to-be. you know. But the fact is that then, nobody could disappoint me. Nobody could. Because from the beginning, you say, hey, Panky, don't worry. I'm going to help you with this. As, As it's entering one ear, it is coming out from the other ear. Because I had been taught from the experiences of other people that human beings are undependable so I put my eyes on God and he was faithful and he helped me throughout somebody will come and tell you that ah, I will do this for you listen you will get married, finish worry, have five children then they won't fulfill their promise so some people will not be angry you know and this man said he will help me as soon as I graduate and he bring my certificate he will help and this is four years after he has not done anything for me and that's why I don't have work till now that's what I'm talking about you are not recognizing that God is your source that person is not your source He's not the person who will help you. The reason why you're angry is because your eyes are on him. If you take your eyes away from him, you actually feel sorry for him. And for your information, listen to this. Many people who intend to help do not have the capacity to help. A lot of times people tell you things. They are speaking concerning their intentions. They are not speaking according to their capacity. So when, when the time comes for the fulfillment of their promise, that's when the capacity will now talk. But I've heard things like this. Somebody say, oh, ah, you need a car to be able to start this your business. When well, Anytime you're ready, let me know. You understand, and then you're ready. You go and meet the man. What you do not realize is that when he said it, he too was expecting some money. He was looking forward to next year would be great, and he thinks that by next year that's when he would be needing it. The next year it came, the year it passed. He too didn't make any money, but he can't confess to you that he's no longer a big man. Are you getting my point? So he starts posting you up and down. You start getting angry. Listen, human beings are human beings. They are both flesh. Their intentions may be good, but their abilities are always limited. You understand? And even if the ability is not limited, bear this in mind. The fellow is not God. And sometimes it is God in heaven that specifically instructed the person to forget. He doesn't realize it. But God made him forget. You remember the story? The story of Joseph. He was in prison. He met some big men. People don't realize the top ministers in the cabinet of Pharaoh. And of course, you know the story. He prophesied, he interpreted their dreams, put them out of their uh, you no know, troubles, And one of them, it came out favorably just like Joseph you know, prophesied. And Joseph told the man, please, when you are restored back to power, remember me. And as soon as the man left the place, in his excitement, he forgot. Now we know it was the good Lord in his infinite mercies and everlasting kindness that ensured that the man forgot until the appropriate time. That is, if Joseph was the angry type, one year after, he said, that man, with all the help I helped him when he was in prison, He didn't remember me. A year and six months later, he will still be angry. But at the appropriate time when Joseph was needed, the man remembered Joseph, and we know the rest of the story. If he had remembered Joseph earlier, the best he would have done for Joseph is to have him released from prison and sent back to his family. And that would be something that would have cut short the plan and the purpose of God for the life of Joseph. So sometimes when people don't remember you, don't worry about it. God did not want them to remember you for his own purpose. Even though they never remember you like the other man, don't worry about it. In due time, God will send the help that is necessary to you. You have just listened to a radio message by Pastor Banky. More of these and other messages are available from our website, kwm.com.ng. To contact us, write us at radiosermons@gmail.com at gmail.com and do not forget to do your part in spreading the kingdom of God by sharing this message with someone else. Thank you for listening. And may the fruit of this word blossom in your life.